Hello, my friends, and welcome to the New World Kirtan podcast, calming chants for a crazy world. New World Kirtan is a 60-minute show bringing you the best of Western Kirtan music every week. I'm your host, Kitsy Stern, and I hope you'll join me on my spiritual journey through the practice of singing and playing Kirtan. You can find us on iTunes and at newworldkirtan.com. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a special edition of the New World Kirtan podcast. Today we have part two of my interview with Jayutal. We talk about why he loves to sing kirtan with children, his summer kirtan camp, and why he was so terrified of singing for so long. He also tells us the story of Valmiki and the Ramayana. Jai is leading kirtan on Saturday night at the Denver Chant Fest. We'll be doing a live podcast of his set, and we'll also be live audio streaming if the wireless allows. Check the New World Kirtan website for details. I'd like to welcome you to part two of my interview with Jai Utal for the Denver Chant Fest. You know, I started doing kirtan with kids, obviously, since I became a father. And, you know, since Ezra Gopal was teensy, we were singing with him, to him, for him, you know. And as he got older, I started doing it with his friends and started going to his schools. You know, started with his preschool and then to his kindergarten and then first grade and second grade. And I go there and I I lead kirtan with the kids and I tell stories. And I started doing some in, in some local yoga studios and places around town. And it's just, it's just beautiful. It's, it's really great. And I, I also feel that there's, uh, it's important to, to introduce kids to these mantras at an early age. I think it's just, uh, they're so open, they're so ready, but many of them don't have an opportunity to, to ever hear this stuff. The mantras, the kids, my experience with the kids is that the mantras enter right into them. And the kids, you know, there's no uh, wall like, oh, that's too exotic or that's Indian. Nothing like that. The kids are so open to it and they sing. And and some of them, you know, they'll they'll never do it again in their lives, depending upon their family or their karma or whatever. But others of them, the mantras stay with them and they love them and they love the stories. The kids love the stories. Grown-ups love the stories too. And um, I feel it's really valuable and fabulous to share these mantras with, with kids when, you know, with human beings when they're young. So it gives, uh, it's another opportunity for, for seeds to be planted at an early age. Like my son, Ezra, he doesn't go around singing kirtan. He, he sings Michael Jackson, he sings, um, gosh, he even likes Lady Gaga. Uh, oh. <laughs> and, and this stuff, so when he's like hanging out, he sings all these songs. He, he sings a lot of Pokemon songs. So it's not like he's, you know, a committed kirtania, but 
but the kirtan mantras and the kirtan songs are a part of him. And I feel and I sense that they will blossom and nurture all through his life. Uh, I, I don't know where he's going to go in his life. I really don't know, but I, I do really trust him. I mean, I trust who he is. How that manifests, I haven't. I don't have a clue, but I, I do have a deep sense of his goodness and his spirituality and his uh, um, wildness. And, and offering mantras to him and to his buddies, it seems like a great service. It's just, plus, it's fun, you know. Sometimes it's a lot of work. Sometimes I'm tell, telling a story to a kids and I, to a group of kids, and if I don't know the kids that well, sometimes I feel like I'm in um, Vegas telling jokes and nobody's laughing. So sometimes, sometimes the kids can be the toughest audience. Stay, namaste. I love to sing kirtan every day. Namaste, oh namaste. The kirtan is over and it's time to play. Namaste, namaste. We love to sing kirtan every day. Namaste, oh namaste Now the kirtan is over and it's time to play We sang to Govinda and we sang to Gopal He gave us some butter so, so, Sometimes it, when I do a local kirtan for kids The audience, you know, I know the audience pretty well Like in my town, you know, and a lot of the kids have, have been singing kirtan with me for a couple of years So I bring them all up to the stage to be my band with me. I, you know, I, I seem to have this... Um, <laughs> Pied Piper? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, propensity for inviting chaos. I, I don't know why, but I like it. And and because, you know, you get a bunch of kids on stage and, and well, you know it's going to be cute, but it's, it, it can all fall apart pretty easily. But still I do it, and, and uh, the, I, those experiences are so great. Wow, what a show. I said, Nama, 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 Namaste. Namaste, 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 Namaste. Now the kirtan is over and it's time to play. You know, it's always fun. It's always really crazy and chaotic and, <laughs> and, and beautiful. You know, just like if during an hour, even if there's just like one moment when all the kids shine together and, and are singing a mantra together and are really focused, I tell you, that, that shifts the balance, the universal balance between good and evil. Dance, Shiva, dance. Dance, Shiva, dance. Make everything brand new. Dance, Shiva, dance. Dance, Shiva, dance. Dance, Shiva, dance. Make everything brand new and give us another chance. The summer kirtan camp is isn't geared towards kids. It's 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 geared toward adults who love kirtan and who want to. Uh, explore it more deeply and um, explore devotion more deep, deeply and for for many of them, not all of them, who want to explore the music of Kirtan more deeply and the possibility of le leading and the possibility of playing harmonium, learning how to play harmonium. It's not exclusive to that. 
you know, we usually uh, separate groups up for different days during the week for those who do want to explore leading and those who have no interest in leading because not everybody wants to do that. But it, I'd say primarily it, it's just about bhakti and, and finding bhakti, awakening bhakti. And, and I experience it as much for myself as for anybody else because, you know, I need, every day I need a, 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 a recharge. And um, so, so Kirtan Camp is for me as well as for everyone who comes because everyone who comes brings a lot, brings a lot of, well, it's their own, you know, their own journey, but a lot of heart and a lot of passion and a lot of um, life experience. So Kirtan Camp is really a gathering of, of, of a family. Even if we don't know each other, we, we become family very fast. Dance, Shiva, dance. Dance, Shiva, dance. Make everything brand new. Dance, Shiva, dance. I said, dance, Shiva, dance. Dance, Shiva, dance. Make everything brand new. And give us another chance. Nataraja. We have it every year in this place called the Seminary in San Anselmo. It's in, it's in Marin County, California, just a little bit north of San Francisco. And it's a non-residential retreat, but we do help people find places to stay. And, um, you know, many times people who were in previous camps open their homes for somebody to, to stay with them for a week. It's, it's really beautiful. And uh, there, also the Seminary has some rooms to rent that are very inexpensive. It's from August 5th through 11th this year. Huh. Well, that sounds like a really, a really nice thing to do if you're, if you want to deepen your practice or even if you're thinking of starting a band, yeah, in your community. Yeah. And you know, well, it's just like what you said about some of the kids that you taught music to when they were in preschool. We get emails all the time from people who came to Kirtan Camp and had never really sung in their life and they didn't play an instrument. And then they go home to their community and they they hook up with friends and, you know, beloved, you know, family, whatever, and they start doing Kirtan and then they start inviting people to their house and they start having regular Kirtans. And so we get we always get these messages and they're they're always so heartwarming and, and it's like, yeah. Because I think if there's a subtext to what I am teaching there, or a bottom line, maybe that's a better way to, to phrase it, is that everyone can sing and can lead and can share kirtan. I'm not talking about careers. I'm not talking about stages, you know, tours. I'm not talking about that at all. But just in a simple community way, each one of us has the heart and the, the voice and the passion and the you know the emotion to to share our prayer with the people around us and to gather gather with friends and sing kirtan and um you know a lot of the musical stuff i teach i kind of sometimes feel it's like i'm a con artist because really the musical stuff is irrelevant but it's just it helps make people feel a little more confident to move forward 
Yeah, and and that's um, that that can be that can be difficult, uh, especially in this culture. You know, it, it, it's sometimes hard um, for people to to get the idea that uh, that they can sing. Don't you run into that with people who find singing to be really threatening? Kitsy, you're going to find this weird, but I didn't really start singing till my late 30s, early 40s, because I I was so afraid of singing. I was so convinced that I couldn't be a singer. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, I mean, I played music since I was a kid, and I was very serious about music, but, but I was terrified of singing. And um, in our culture, you know, there's singers and there's listeners. Uh, other cultures, you go to India, or you go to Brazil. Brazil, you know, I travel to Brazil a lot because my wife is Brazilian. And people just sing. Everyone sings. They just sing. It's like a, a part, one of the God-given beautiful things that we humans are able to do. And, you know, it's not the same as saying a singing career or a profession. That, you know, it's a, that's a whole other ballpark. Ball. But, but just the joy of singing in our life, the joy of singing. I wish I felt a little bit freer in dancing, you know, because now I feel with dancing the way I kind of felt about singing in my late 30s, which was like, I got to be able to dance just to be happy. But I'm so shy and self-critical and self, um, self-conscious about it, the way I used to be about singing. But believe me, I, I know it fully well. And I, I think it's something surprising for people who, who are like fans of my music. And, and it's, I like to share that because then people don't feel so alone. <laughs> So Kirtan, the, the rise of Kirtan, the growth of Kirtan is is creating a great uh, opportunity for people to get together and sing. Even people who don't have the perhaps the deep spiritual uh, intention around Kirtan, but who just like the act of getting together with friends and singing. And then I think, you know, again, back to what I said before, I think the mantras have their own power and the mantras gradually kidnap people. And... <laughs> Yeah. You know the story, um, let me share a story with you. Uh, 
there's a great, great Indian saint, sage named Valmiki from many, many centuries ago. And Valmiki is, is considered to be the author of the Ramayana, the, which is one of the major, major, major uh, Vedic texts in the Hindu culture. You know, it's a, it's a story, uh, but it's a, you know, it's a spiritual text and it's the story of Rama and Sita and Hanuman as they go on their expo exploits through the world. So Valmiki was a, was a robber, a highway robber, a thief, and a murderer. And he um, was a really bad guy. And he would, he would stop people on the highway and rob them and sometimes kill them and bring the money home to his village and to his family. And um, so one day, there was a, a, a group of people going down the highway you know, some carriages and stuff, and probably some oxen. And included in that group of people was the heavenly sage Narada, who is one of the eternal beings who travels around all the universes with his vena singing songs and prayers to Lord Vishnu. And Narada pops up in a lot of stories. So Valmiki and his gang stop the caravan, say, give me all your money, and and um, everybody's really scared, and they give them all their money, and then then Narada speaks to Valmiki and he says, man, you know, look at your life. You're, you're killing people, you're robbing people, stealing from people, you're, you know, you're really hurting people. Are, are, why are you doing this? And Valmiki says, well, I'm doing this because it's the only way I know how to support my family and my village. And Narada says, do you think that any of these people that, you're help, that you say you're helping are prepared to take responsibility for your actions, to share in the karma of your actions? And Valmiki said, uh, yeah, Valmiki says, sure, I'm sure they all are. And Narada says, well, go back to your village and ask them, and then come back tomorrow and report to me what they say. So Valmiki goes back to his home and says to his wife, darling, uh, you see how I bring you money and you know how I get the money. You, you share the responsibility of this with me, don't you? And his wife says, no way, dude, are you kidding? I'm not gonna take the, the karma of, of, of robbing and stealing. No, I, I choose to look the other way. Wherever the money comes from, that's your business. I, you get it, I spend it. And that was kind of a shock to Valmiki. And then he went to his neighbors who he helped out and he went to the village headman. He, he went to everybody and got the same response. And, and he went back to Narada the next day and he said, oh, Sage, oh, Narada, I, I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm bearing the karma of this by myself. That's horrible. I thought everybody that I was helping was going, would would share with me. What, what should I do? And and Narada and, and so Valmiki was very despairing and he felt very lost and very alone. And Narada says, "Well, let me give you a mantra. And all you have to do is sit down for a little while and repeat this mantra." So. Narada looks at Valmiki, and Valmiki is such a corrupted person, you know, he's like, he's so bad, he's such a mess, and he's killed so many people, and he's, you know, he's just the worst of the worst. But Narada feels like he can't give him a divine mantra. He's, he's just too corrupted to receive and speak a divine mantra. So he gives them the word Mara, which means death in Sanskrit, Mara. And he says, sit down and recite this word. So Valmiki sits under a tree and starts saying Mara, 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 Mara. And 
very quickly, the word Mara inverts itself to Rama, 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 which is one of the names of God. You, know, you can see Mara, Mara, Rama, Rama. And as soon as this happens, Valmiki loses consciousness of his surroundings and becomes completely absorbed in the mantra. He stays there that day, another day, another week, another month. He's just sitting there saying Rama, completely absorbed. He stays there another year, another year, another year. Many years pass, and a, a gigantic anthill has constructed itself over this man. No, nobody, nobody remembered Valmiki anymore. So they, passers-by would just see this, this anthill. So one day, a bunch of young Brahmins was going down the road, and they, you know, stopped probably to have a snack or to just rest under a tree for a minute. And, and they see this giant anthill, and they hear very weird, you know, the sound coming from underneath the ground. Rama, 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 Rama. You know, it sounds like a really old man voice. So they take their shovels and little picks or whatever they have, and they scrape away the anthill, and they see this man, this very, very old man with long gray hair and long silver beard, and you know, his clothes have just rotted off of him. He's very skinny and he's naked, and he's just absorbed, he's glowing like the sun. And he's saying, Rama, 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 Rama. And they carry him and they, they bring him to a, a, you know, a safe place and they wash him and they start a, a, a little hermitage around him. And he says, he says, somebody get a pencil and a piece of parchment. And he just recites the entire story of Ram's incarnation and of Sita and of Hanuman and of the demon king Ravana in perfect verse. And, and he is famed through, through history, through forever, for bringing this to the world. And all in the power of that word, Rama, 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 Rama. The old Valmiki was no longer there. And it was just this divine channel, the sage Valmiki. I think they're a very big part of the bhakti tradition and you know the more we can get into them the better because they're they're so rich they're, there's transmissions in all the stories now we can call them mythology and we can call them archetypes and i think that's correct but i don't think that's the whole picture because i think we can equally call them history and we can equally call them divine play that is forever happening on realms of consciousness that we don't really know about or or we know about maybe but don't inhabit and um i i relate to many of the stories as being very very real uh, i never expect or require or demand or assume anybody else to because i don't think it matters just like you can say rama 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 and you don't need to know 
the full story of Lord Rama, the incarnation of Vishnu on earth. You don't need to. Um, the word itself is so filled with potency. Um, so I'm quite happy for people to hear these stories and think of them just as really cool fairy tales. But I know that the stories are filled with potency, just like the words of, just like the, the mantras are. I realize the practices and how many layers there are. So many layers of it. Um, it you, could, you could do this for a lifetime. This in yoga, that'll keep you busy for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> many lifetimes, really, Kitsi. My teacher, Ali Akbar Khan, my music teacher, you know, for many, many years, he's a great, great, great uh, practitioner of classical Indian music. He's one of the greats. And he used to say, he would always say to us, he, you know, he would be pretty heavy. He, he was never happy with us students because we never practiced enough and, you know, all that. And it's true. And But he would, he would also say, you know, music, and when he speaks of music, he's speaking of the spiritual path of music. He, said, he would say, music is never learned in one lifetime. He said, music is many, 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 many lifetimes. And and here's the guy who, who was considered... The, the number one, like the elder brother of Ravi Shankar, the number one uh, exponent of classical Indian raga. And, and I asked him once, well, how does it feel to be a master, to be a complete master of your instrument, of the tradition, of the raga, of the music? What is, what is your experience? How do you feel? And he said to me, um, well, he said a lot of things. But one of the things he said was, Jai, music is an ocean and the deeper and further into it you swim the further away the opposite shore is it's an infinite ocean and it really gives a different perspective and you know many people i i i hear well how can i word this i feel that in a lifetime in our lifetime with all that we do if we can just touch the tiniest toe into the ocean of, of real bhakti, just for one moment, we have lived a life worth living. Um, it's so big and it's so vast and it's so deep and it's so ancient. And all of us are really, really, really just absolute beginners. And that's not a bad thing. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, as long as we stay humble around it, you know? That that to really touch devotion, what that means, I, I can't even say, because I don't know. But to, to, 
to have that complete, complete surrender and love for, for spirit. You know, if we can just touch it once in our life, we're doing pretty good. And, you know, God willing, we'll touch it a lot in our life, but that's in God's hands, not ours. So, you know, spiritual practice is not a business deal. It's not like, oh, if I chant Rama for three hours every day, Rama will come to me. No, it's like, you know, we do our work, but the, the blessings, that's all in God's hands. And um, we just, just be patient. And, and keep our practice. I I just wanted to thank you so much for taking the time to be on the program today. It was really just a treat to talk to you. It's my pleasure. Um, you know, in the world of kirtan and devotional music, your program is really important and really appreciated. So it's it's actually my honor to be on it with you. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for saying that. I, I appreciate that a lot. It's um, it's a joy to be of service in this way. I love it, and um, and I'm so looking forward to seeing you in Denver. It's going. To, your set is going to be, I know, just a, a beautiful celebration of this community. I can't wait. The band is going to be really cool, and, and um, I'm so glad that you're going to be live casting it. What, what do you call it? Webcasting it, right? Yeah, live streaming. Uh, live streaming. Yeah. We have all the uh, we have all the equipment figured out, and now we just have to figure out if the wireless is going to is going to support it. But even if we can't do live streaming, um, we'll have a podcast up of your performance that night. And so I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, and you know, I hear that uh, the the chant community in Denver uh, is is really vibrant, really uh, just thriving community. Yeah, it is. Whenever I've gone there, it's been really, really full of life and a lot of people. Oh, well, this is this is going to be fun. You can find links to the music featured in Jai's interview at newworldkirtan.com. Join us this weekend at the Denver Chant Fest. We'll be posting updates on live streaming, so look on Facebook, Twitter, and at the New World Kirtan website. We'll see you in Denver. Ganesha Sharanam Sharanam Ganesha Ganesha Sharanam Sharanam Ganesha Ganesha Sharanam Sharanam Ganesha
Sharanam Ganesha, Gangam Ganapati Sharanam Ganesha. Gangam Ganapati Sharanam Ganesha, Gangam Ganapati Sharanam Ganesha. 